Hello, this is Lawrence Lewis. And this is Sister Christian. Today is Tuesday, March 24th, 2020. This is the Producers Happy Hour. Two producers on opposite coasts reaching out to our filmmaking and live event community to hear your stories about how this pandemic has affected your lives and your work. We want to hear your stories. We need to hear your stories. We're finding that they're helping us, too. And I know that they're helping, you know, uh, you guys out there because we're, you know, we're getting the feedback. So let's keep it up. Keep on uh, letting us know how you're doing. Please send us your questions or tell us your stories. Tell us what is happening with you and your work. You can email us at producershappyhour at gmail.com or better yet, record a one-minute voice memo and email it to that same address, producershappyhour at gmail.com or just follow the instructions on our website at producershappyhour.com. And Christian, uh, today we are chatting with Cliff Zellman and Cliff He has an interesting perspective. He has been in the production industry for over 35 years. He started in music as an audio engineer and moved into audio for animation and then advertising. And now he works very closely with actors, specifically voice actors, for commercials. I'm excited about this one because I think that he's going to um, be able to help a lot of people with what they could be doing now, just in preparation for when the work starts back up. And he has a very positive take on what lies ahead of us. So... It was nice for me to, to, to listen to him uh, kind of be positive and, and, uh, and have some foresight into what's, what's down the road for us. So I look forward to sharing it with you guys. Okay, Christian, yesterday's podcast was a little long. I don't know, I don't know what our listeners think. If anybody wants to give us any feedback, we'd be happy to hear it. But I think maybe let's tighten it up and let's just dive into some voice memos today and get to the interview. What do you think? I think that sounds great. Okay. Um, but first, uh, I want to check in with you. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm still in Los Angeles. I'm probably going mm-hmm. to head back to Joshua Tree uh, this afternoon. Um, oh, that was quick. Yeah, I, I just, I kind of want to get out. I'm, I again, I don't want to be an alarmist. I'm just worried that once people run out of money for not working. There could, there's a potential of some social unrest. I agree with that. And I think that a lot of us are closer to paycheck to paycheck than what we would like to think about yeah. each other. Um, you can look put together on the outside and on the inside know that um, it's just a job away. It's just a job so, away. And we, mm-hmm. we here in L.A., we've been one week and one week and two days on yes. lockdown. So that means... Mm-hmm. A lot of people have missed a week of work, and that, for some people, can sink them. Yes. I, I mean, today, uh, Governor Cuomo came out and said something. Uh, you know, his news conferences are always refreshing because they're so uh, blunt, which um, my I'm Southern, and uh, my family would call that being rude. <laughs> and I like, it's blunt honesty, which is, you know, yeah. <laughs> speaks to my heart. <laughs> and um, yeah, he said a lot of things that were, that uh, were very honest. And I encourage everybody to listen to it if you haven't heard it yet. Um, it just seems that the optimism, as we should all have, of this mm-hmm. being done sooner than later, mm-hmm. should be absolutely tempered with reality. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And what was the tone of, of his his press conference? Very concerned about the lack of help that we need in New York and mm-hmm. how it's 10 times worse here than it is anywhere else in the country. Yeah. 
and how there's still some people out there who don't understand that we're all in this together. Yeah. And those people are being selfish. And there is some judgment behind that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That makes sense. How um how are you how does that make you feel? How are you feeling? Well, I mean, uh, I understand there's nothing that I can personally do right now to help it. So I take the knowledge and I am trying I'm trying to find something. Well, so there, is, there is. There mm -hmm. is. I'm going to break in because it's a message we should send to everybody. There is something you can do and you're doing it. You're staying home. Oh, yes. Uh, nothing that I can do except for stay home. Yes. Yes. Agreed. I didn't tell you this on Sunday. We had a day off. So on Sunday, I did uh, help out some friends who are doing cat rescues by um, delivering rescued cats from one place to farm them out, basically, into really? a bunch of different places within uh, Brooklyn. Yep. That's awesome. Um, didn't, you know, leave the car, leave the cats on the step, then let the person know, or in a cage, of course, <laughs> in a carrier. <laughs> you're free. No, <laughs> get a carrier. And the, you know, people would come out, they'd grab their um, new foster cat and it was great. So I do think that part of what Cliff was saying um, in his interview of like having a, an animal, I think will help a lot of people. So if anybody's interested in adopting some cats, I can hook you up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So that's one thing. And the other thing is I'm still, I think I have a script finally to do this oh. stop animation project that uh, I'm gearing up for, which I'm very excited that about. That is exciting. I can't wait to I see know. it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Amazing. And so now I'm like thinking to myself, like, do I reach out to um, Brad Burke and ask him about, can I borrow some lights? And if I can, then how do I get them here? <laughs> and if so, what do I aim them at? There's a lot that goes into this project. Am I a doing it on my phone? In. Am I, I know, like, does somebody out there have an old DSLR? They want to, they want to loan me. Well, like, that, I don't, I don't know. I, I need help with this guy. And it kind of points to what Cliff, we've talked about with Cliff. It's like now, mm -hmm. maybe now's the time to learn a new skill, learn a new program, learn how to edit, learn how to, you know, sound engineer, whatever. So you, that's what you're doing. Yes. That I believe, yes, I, I definitely um, have self-taught in Final Cut. Yeah. So I could probably do that, but laying in the audience, I have no idea. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> You're a smart cookie. I'll just play the track on my phone into, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I have to admit, I did not uh, accomplish our own subscription challenge. Oh, yes. I've thought of 14 other things to do besides I, that. I know. Me too. So <laughs> we still challenge everyone out there to do it. We are going to do it. <laughs> Hopefully sometime this week. Let's just say this week. Okay. Do we want to do we want to set an arbitrary deadline that we can so Friday. we can cram? Friday. Okay. Okay. Fine. Friday we'll by uh one Eastern. Yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Um, but I will do it. Anything else you want to cover before we dive into some voice memos? I don't think so. I'd love to hear what people are saying. So that I'm excited about, too. Okay, great. Well, this one comes from Greg Caruso, who is a production supervisor. Uh, let's take a listen. Hello, Greg Caruso here. I think it's pretty hard to encapsulate in just a minute what's going on in the world, um, especially our industry, my life in general. Um, our industry is at a standstill now, and uh, who knows what's going to happen. I think I feel... The worst for all the PAs out there, the 
lower, lower, lower rung folks who, uh, you know, we're living paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, thankfully I've had a good year and uh, I'm facing some cancellation fees coming my way, which is nice. I'm waiting on uh, when that's going to be dished out to us. Um, trying to stay hopeful every day uh, that things will turn around and things will get better. We, my wife and I have been working out, running in the mornings and, uh, you know, taking our cars out of the garage and uh, turning it into a makeshift gym in the afternoon. Um, most difficult thing about all this for us, I think, is making sure our children are staying on a schedule, um, you know, giving them ideas on what to learn because LAUSD isn't giving them, you know, full-blown um, you know, uh, learning options, you know, they're not like private schools that have like Zoom every, every class. Um, but yeah, you know, just trying to go day by day, you know, make sure we're staying on a budget, make sure that food is uh, picked up, um, you know, every week, fresh stuff at least. Um, yeah, you know, just living it day by day. Thank you, Greg. Day by day. Day by day. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, to think, I mean, as much as we'd like to think about and figure out what the plan is, um, we don't have one. No. And and, And uh, it it can be overwhelming. Yeah. I think we touched on this yesterday, like, you know, looking at our calendars Mm -hmm. for freelancers like us to have a completely empty calendar is a bit unnerving. Hasn't happened in a while, so um, <laughs> that's the unnerving part. <laughs> yeah. And, but also too, like I, I mean, I don't have children, right? So I know I was um, just going to bring that up. Hats off to the to the parents I, out there. I like can't becoming teachers in a week. <laughs> even imagine how people are getting by with one, two, three kids at home, inside, inside. And if LAUSD is not giving them a curriculum or some sort of at-home study plan, and it's up to the parents to handle it it all, it's it's mind-boggling. Yes. Greg, thank you so much for sending that in. Greg and I have worked together before. Uh, He's a great production supervisor, and we're, we're wishing you the best, Greg. Okay, one more voice memo today. This one is from Katie Morgan, who is the Director of Creative Video at University of San Francisco Athletics. Let's listen. Hi, everyone. My name is Katie Morgan. I am currently living in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Part of my role is I'm in charge of feature content as well as overseeing live streaming. Uh, One of the things that has been very devastating uh, for myself and for others is that our livelihood and uh, everything that we do revolving around work is sports. Uh, I, I still produce the Olympics. You know, the Olympics, I just found out, are postponed to May 2021. So my, you know, my heart goes out for my freelance friends who rely on those jobs coming in. You know, the the biggest challenge for me, as I still have a job, is just trying to produce content when there are no athletes at the university, honor uh, the seniors that lost their season. Our biggest key, 
of being relevant and successful this season and getting content out is using the iPhone. I've had all the seniors record on their iPhone. Uh, what would they tell their freshman self? And basically just talking about their season being cut short. The advice that I would give industry professionals, especially those in college athletics, is to think outside the box, be creative, use the technology that we have. Don't underestimate the student-athletes. Uh, they're hurting, too. They're still in shock. They're still grieving. You know, we can still tell their stories, and we can still be relevant in the time of this crisis. I'm a little devastated about the Olympics. I was really looking forward to them because, A, I love the Olympics. I've done them for 20 years now. But also, that was a huge source of income for me uh, that I desperately needed. So, Okay, I don't get to do it, but this is a wonderful opportunity to get online and to improve your craft. Anything that you can do to get a different perspective, to make yourself a better field producer, editor, interviewer, uh, whatever it may be. Anyway, I, I wish you all the best. I think if we stand together, we're all going to get through this. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. I mean, that was... <laughs> First of all, I'm so uh, I'm really moved by your um, by how much you're giving your um, yeah the your, students your commitment to these students is is yeah. very very it's, heartwarming. It's very yeah you can you can absolutely feel it pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. So um, thank you for sharing that with us, and also too, I think that's great advice, Lawrence. Um, take an online class. Yeah. Figure and same with um what Cliff said earlier too. Like maybe now's the time that if you always thought you wanted to farm beets, yeah, maybe it's the time you grab some beets. Live, and go out live your best life now, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or learn learn how to live your best life when we're yeah. allowed to go outside. Wow. Um, thank you, Katie. That was that was that was that was excellent. Uh, much appreciated. Yes. Hey, Christian, before we get to Cliff's interview, I want to mention again the three links on our website, producershappyhour.com. Yes, two of them are petitions to implore the government to include film industry and event industry crews in financial relief packages. And the third one is a form letter for you to send to your state officials asking them to include freelancers in financial assistance programs, which we're often left out of because of our, you know, kooky way of working that doesn't fall under any sort of standard method of, of tracking income. Exactly. So get to work, people. It'll take you all of 10 minutes to do this. You know how efficient we are as an industry. <laughs> so uh, make it happen. Also to Lawrence, I wanted to just mention one quick little thing. I just saw an interview with the president, uh, CEO of Etsy. Oh, who's trying to include because a lot of those people, there's no way to track their income as well. Right. So a lot of at-home artisans right now mm -hmm. are feeling the pain because none of, you know, the people who shop on Etsy are able to shop right now because they don't have a paycheck. Right. Of course. Yeah. So wanted to throw that out there as well. A lot of people hurting. To find those petitions and form letters, go to our website, producershappyhour.com, and click the tab, Take Action. Okay. Should we uh, get on to our interview? Yes. I'm very excited about this. All right. This. So... As I said, Cliff Selman has been in the production industry for over 35 years. He began his career as an assistant engineer in Los Angeles at the age of 19 and then became a chief audio engineer working with such artists as Fleetwood Mac, 
Holland Oates, Al Stewart, England Dan, Alice Cooper, so many others. He then moved into live dialogue recording for animation at Saban Entertainment and then moved into marketing and advertising at Radio Vision as a chief audio engineer and client creative services, writing, casting, recording, producing strategic ad campaigns that are focused on the automotive industry. Now he's working with ACM Management Agency, working specifically with voiceover talent, helping them hone their skills for automotive campaigns. So he brings a unique perspective to this. And we were talking about it yesterday that, you know, we had Sarah Starling's voice memo on that we do want to kind of address the actors out there in our community. We can't forget the actors. You know, we always talk about crew and Mm -hmm. producers, Mm -hmm. but actors are part of our team and they're really hurting right now. So Cliff kind of brings a unique perspective to that and, uh, you know, talks about things that actors can do during this time. And he also has some insight as to what's happening out there in the local regional ad world. So let's take a listen. All right, here he is, everybody. Welcome, Cliff Selman. Welcome, Cliff. Hey, Cliff. Good to be here. Thank yeah. you, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you Thanks so for much for your time. Um, I know I just kind of uh, read a little bio about you, but why don't you give us a little rundown of of who you are, what, you, what your experience in the industry, what you've been doing, and kind of your new career shift just before all this started. Well, um, started back in 1979, uh, spent uh, 20 years in L.A. as a rock and roll recording engineer in Studio City. That was gains of fun. Mm-hmm. As I got older, I kind of wanted to get away from the 4 o'clock in the morning bass sessions and mm-hmm. the rock and roll lifestyle. Oh, so yes. I got more involved in uh, voiceover for animation. As a recording and engineer, yeah. As the, we call, it was called the recordist or the fader thrower. I'm reading along with the script and I'm throwing faders and I'm sweating and my palms are dripping and it was very stressful, but a lot of fun. Uh, The 94 earthquake hit. We were looking for a new place to live in the San Fernando Valley. And uh, funny because the prices were, you know, 350,000 for a house. We thought, oh my God, that's outrageous. (laughs) I'll take two. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) Um, I'll take four, sell two. Yeah. Yep. So we went and visited my brother, saw a beautiful house, moved in January 1st, 1995, immediately got hooked up with a company mm-hmm. called Radio Vision that specializes in automotive advertising. And this was the perfect thing for me. I didn't want to really do rock and roll anymore. So I got to keep all of my production chops, all my engineering knowledge and bang out 30 second spots. It was great. I didn't have to EQ a snare drum for you know 22 hours <laughs> you know using great music oh. libraries and really focusing for the last 25 years 24 mm-hmm. 25 years on the voice talent mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's really uh you know have has been my passion for the last 20 years and so at radio vision you were mostly working on automotive advertising correct Almost exclusively, I would say mm-hmm. 95%. We had maybe the periodic furniture store. <laughs> maybe a monster truck show yeah. or something really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or events, you know, with, with a digger, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and were these, mostly, were these mostly radio spots or did you do both? Oh, no, 50-50. 50-50. Uh, com- mm-hmm. Exclusively 30-second television spots, never 60s. But yes. Radio. And every radio spot and almost every TV spot, we also did a Spanish version. So that was wonderful for every one spot. Two VOs were hired. Wow. You know, a lot of uh, stuff for internet. Bob Mm -hmm. bought his car at 
Cliff Zellman Honda. Be like <laughs> uh, And of course, what's going on now? We're going to talk about that. Right. We'll yeah, set yeah. a whole, whole, whole right. different thing. And before we get there, I want to kind of dive in a little bit. I don't know how many of our listeners work in the automotive space. And we're talking dealerships, right? I don't think they know the volume that goes into that. How many spots were you churning out? All of them. <laughs> it sounds like. Well, the thing is, is, is we, when it comes to uh, tier three advertising, dealership advertising, tier two is uh, regional and tier one yeah. is mm-hmm. national. With tier three, a dealership, an owner of a dealership can have multiple dealerships. He can have a Ford dealership. He can have mm-hmm. a Chevy dealership. There are at any given time 14, 15, 16 automotive manufacturers across the world importing to the United States as well as domestic. Each one of those manufacturers have five or six different models. Each model needs an ad. Mm-hmm. Each ad's only good for a week because incentives change every week. Yep. So we create donuts. We do drop-ins. We do new spots. Uh, Radio Vision on an insane week, we could pull off 120 spots on an average holy week. Holy shit. Just <laughs> for holy shit. Between two guys. See? On an average week, I would say anywhere between 40 to 60 spots. I would do four or five or six. John would do four or five or six. 12 spots a day that would sometimes include 30 second spots or 60 second spots cut down to mm-hmm. 30 mm-hmm. and the copy is going to change. I'm going to need a new read. It's not just taking 60 seconds and cutting it down. Things, orders change, inflections change, uh, price mm-hmm. points and bullets change. But Radio Vision nuts, man. I mean, it's- yeah. yeah, that's wild. You bring a unique perspective because, Christian, you and I, I don't think we've ever understood that kind of volume before. You know, No. Yeah, no, it's, it's completely any. different than what we do. Mm-hmm. So it's a really unique perspective. You must know that industry so well after doing so many spots week after week. It's as far as content, absolutely. As far as delivery, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. As far as what the agencies and dealerships are looking for, absolutely. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not a marketing whiz by no. any we're, we're, we're not we're not we're not either. <laughs> um, can I break in and ask uh, where are you located right I'm now in, in the Dallas, country? Texas. Oh, nice. And how are you doing yourself? Me, personally, I'm doing great. Yes. Uh, Three weeks ago, I was in Milwaukee. I was in Chicago. I took two planes. I took two trains. I had unlimited Ubers. um, (laughs) And I was terrified. And as of not, you know, two days ago Sunday, but the Sunday before, um, the three of us, my wife, myself, and my daughter have been absolutely isolated but back to uh back to volume current voice talent that are currently voicing for tier three automotive are seeing a little bit of a hit on startup uh new production but as far as the revisions go and basically redoing everything that that uh, they've done for the last three weeks is crazy um i'm Mm -hmm. calling production houses across the country i'm talking to Voice talent, automotive voice talent, and the story is pretty much the same. The copy mm-hmm. is, we're here to help. Our service bay hours are, mm-hmm. yeah, though our showroom is closed, online, we'll deliver your car to your door. You mentioned <laughs> the messaging term. We were just talking about this yesterday, I think, with Anka, Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The messaging being, we're here for you. Uh, have you seen more change in tone? Because I remember, and I'm sure, I don't know what, what you were working on around 9-11, but, I, you know, Christian and I were both producing commercials or production managing mm-hmm. commercials back then. And the tone shifted quickly mm-hmm. to, you know, that warm, comforting read, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and those warm, we're comforting the, we're messages. We're in this together. We're in mm-hmm. this together. It was a, a, always a, a warm, friendly approach. Are you seeing that kind of shift right now in the messaging from automotive? Well, it's, you mentioned 9-11. And mm-hmm. that was a long time ago. Yeah. How about this? If you've been affected by last week's tornadoes, if you've been affected by last week's flood, if your mm. vehicle was damaged in last month's hailstorm, take every one of those at any given week or any given month across mm. the country, add, we're here to help. Yeah, man, absolutely. So mm. uh, it's not just since 9 I mean, you know, especially living in the South here, uh, living True. in Dallas, you know, we're basically the tornado belt. Uh, Dallas isn't. Yes. But Weatherford sure is, and that's just a little bit west of Fort Worth, and Fort Worth is only about 30 miles away from us. Mm-hmm. So uh, that part of the country that go, you can't see me, but that goes north, east, you know, mm-hmm. uh, basically from the Gulf up, um, every week there's something. So we yes. are very used to jumping into emergency recovery, comfort. Uh, mode. Um, I've got a slew of voice talents that just sound like that. Um, yeah, it's a fine well, line. I, I think. Well, I think it was more about a, a collective, you know, comfort that's going on. Just like right after the great recession hit in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. I noticed that my work was going from car commercials mm-hmm. to discount brands like Walmart or Burlington Coat Factory or, you know, just um, that's who is advertising because they could offer you a deal for your money, right? But it was a more collective thing throughout the entire country. And I think that's what's happening right now. It's not just a focused, like you're saying, for, um, you know, my sister lives in Nashville. They're absolutely focusing a lot of things on Nashville, which they should. Mm -hmm. That tornado was horrible. But also, too, this is this is bigger than us. Yeah. What's happening right yeah. now? It's worldwide, right? But here's the good news. Mm-hmm. It's very, very pointed, which means it's one problem. It's not mass okay. famine. It's not a war. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, all, think of all the things that could wreak havoc in your life that mm-hmm. at multiple times. Yet mm-hmm. what's happening right now is one single problem. And as soon as this, as soon, listen to me, when this <laughs> one problem is fit. My only counter, or, well, I understand. Yeah. My only counter to that is that this is the one problem that's affecting Everybody. every single person. Yeah, that's true. And that's why it's mm-hmm. unprecedented. So, yeah. And the the um, the empathy and that we should have for each other isn't... Uh, isn't there quite yet for everybody. So it's getting there. I hope so. I do. Cause it's pretty rough out there. Yeah. yeah. I think that it's going to teach us an awful lot. You know, one person said that about yeah, ourselves, that nature's saying you go back to your room and you think about what you've been doing. Exactly. You know, I, I believe, yeah. That, yeah. you know, a lot of people have that theory. Hey, so Cliff, I want to I want to ask you since your days at Radio Vision, you have now shifted and you're now working with a, a talent agency, is that correct? Yes, talent management agency. Yes. ACM Talent Management. You know, this is a, a dream, you know. So since January, I've been in in VO Nirvana. I'm I'm new to the whole management contractual legal thing, but that's okay. You know, ACM 
they don't need me for that. Yeah. They don't need no. I don't need to get involved no, in no, conversations no. about contracts and, and all that stuff. I just want to make sure that anybody that uh, wants to do automotive, either within ATM mm-hmm. or outside and then approach however they want to do it, tier T3, tier three uh, local is great because you can uh, market yourself. But by by reaching out direct, reaching directly out to, to companies? Directly to automotive dealerships, to automotive advertising agencies, to having a presentation that's Pandora worthy. And Pandora is, is wonderful because they don't they're not looking yes. for the highly produced uh, automotive spot. You know, they like the nice mid-read because so they can throw it across platforms, you know. There's plenty of, you know, opportunities. Now I should say, well, except as of month and a half ago uh for the individual the blue collar automotive voice actor to do three four or five spots a day um they're quick you knock them out in 10 minutes in in speaking of the volume uh and and you said you know before before the pandemic you know you gave some numbers uh and i I think you did say you were talking to some production companies and some some uh Mm -hmm. actors Mm -hmm. that number has taken a dip but you're seeing more renewals or revisions. Is that I'm correct? I'm not seeing no. clients dropping off of rosters. I'm not seeing a lot of new production, all new scripts, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing tons of revisions. Two weeks ago, scripts now has this pulled out, has the fluff pulled out, mm-hmm. and maybe the first line or two revised mm-hmm. to at Lawrence the messaging Ford. We're keeping our doors, so mm-hmm. our hearts are open, but our doors may be closed. You know, that kind of thing. And then having the home studio and being the voice of the dealership for so long, drop-ins are seamless. They don't sound, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the engineer, very important to all the voice talents listening, get your home studios. So let's talk about that because most of our audiences is a uh, crew, mm-hmm. but I know we do have, you know, a good amount of actors that listen to this as yes. well. And we were mm-hmm. just talking about this yesterday, Christian, how actors are not only, you know, and I know this is a little bit of a stereotype and I don't mean to insult anybody, but it's true that here in L.A., actors who aren't on a big series, they do have service jobs, service industry jobs mm-hmm. to help make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And now those service mm-hmm. industry jobs are gone. All productions come to a halt. So what can you say to them or to, to some of them that do maybe do have some voiceover experience? Like what can they be doing during this downtime you're talking about home studio and voiceover, and there seems to be still a lot of activity in this part of the industry. What advice can you give to actors right now to kind of make it through this time? Mm. Well, the immediate advice, hang tough. You know, obviously, a positive mm-hmm. attitude. Now's the time to go into your database. Now's the time to uh, go back and, and check any contact that you may have skimmed over. Uh, dive into LinkedIn. Actors and crew, and you guys are tough. One of my best friends is the head cinematographer for Big Bang Theory, Will and Grace, all that stuff. His production is, is shutting down. I know it's a cliche, mm-hmm. but uh, it's kind of apropos. Best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Second best time is right now. <laughs> Learn if, you, if you're an actor, mm-hmm. you know, acting is the second word in voice acting. It's much more important to be a good actor than to have a great voice. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding what you're doing now and here comes the challenge uh you know actors spend years honing their craft when they're not honing their craft they're doing exactly what lauren said doing what they can do to survive continue to hone their craft and that's the paramount of 
admiration for me is the, you know, person slinging dishes and flipping burgers, you know, Monday, Tuesday to go on the call and Friday, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So hang tough as far as getting into voiceover, unless you've got a handle on audio engineering, and I am not recommending going to Guitar Center, buying a $100 microphone buying a $100 interface and putting up a flag saying I am now a voice actor working from my home studio. It's a whole nother hat to put on. Um, there's yeah. a ton of people out there that can help you. If any act, actors are out there and they're looking to get into home studio voiceover, please get in touch with me. You know, um, I've been studying audio engineering for 45 years. To say you're going to get it down in a week, well, <laughs> I've wasted 40 so there's a lot to know and challenging yeah but you know it, it's tough and and i don't really have any advice other than to stay positive and be nice and don't believe everything that you read i saw somebody today on linkedin post if you've been looking to change your trajectory reinvent yourself mm-hmm. explore a new dream job or a passion project now is the time mm-hmm. no one's going out on auditions right now not face to face oh i got so I, if, I have if, advice if, buy stock in zoom oh yeah <laughs> go invest <laughs> there you go this is even if you try to reinvent yourself and you don't think well i'm not going to make any money immediately think about how you can branch yourself out in two three months from now learn yeah. Learn Reaper. Learn Adobe no. Audition. Learn how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wait for the audition to come to you to learn. Grab a magazine. Start reading. Start editing. Download. There's free versions. Every software out there, editing software out there, has a free month, one-month trial. If you love it, buy it. You don't move on. But use the downtime to really to learn something, to learn something that you can use. Uh, in your arsenal, we're real smart as people. You know, we're very fragile as, you know, antinomically. You can't <laughs> jump off an eight-foot wall without breaking both of our ankles. But when it comes to fighting disease and, and, and recovering and healing, we're pretty strong. You know, we're going we're gonna to yes. pull through it. Um, the doomsday guys, they're going to be lost in two months from now when business starts to come back up. And those that are, that are proactive yeah. now. So right now is the 20 years ago. To plant your tree and 20 years from now is hopefully a month and a half or two months from now so we just took the the physical timeline and completely destroyed well yeah the last three weeks feels I'm like sure a year or so was the, the, the meme is like wow what a year this week has been yes and it's crazy <laughs> exactly. i'm a lot of a lot of zoom a lot of talking to people 10 minutes before we started the zoom the owner from radio vision called just to chat just to say, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I know. I've been talking to friends I haven't talked to in a long time and, and doing FaceTime chats, which I've never done. And it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. I, I feel like I'm connecting more in a way to people that I haven't yeah. when, you know, we're full up and we're working and, and you know, we're so busy and we just forget. That's, that's going to be the mm-hmm. silver lining. When we go back to being able to meet each other in a restaurant, we accidentally bump into each other. It's not going to be, hey, it's going to be, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. We're yeah. going to be so much yeah. nicer because we're going to appreciate, hopefully, uh, being together again. And, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Now, I, I, I know this might be an unfair question, but if you had a, 
a crystal ball. <laughs> if you had a crystal ball, and I know you're on the actor side now rather than the, the production uh-huh. side, but if you looked into your crystal ball, where do you see the industry going? And you can keep it to automotive advertising or, or, or whatever you feel comfortable speaking to. In the next, I don't know, three to six months, next mm-hmm. year, when do you see things coming back full steam as they were, some sort of new iteration of our business? What do, you, what do you see that lies ahead of us? From a voice actor's perspective and from a proactive voice actor's perspective, I think this is an excellent opportunity to get your ducks in a row. I think it's an excellent mm-hmm. opportunity to get your home studio working. In three months from now, in six months from now, hopefully we're going to be laughing about this. Hopefully we're going to have memes about, you know, aliens going, ha ha, the experiment worked or you know, of of the good Lord saying, thank you for listening. I didn't know any other way of telling you guys to just chill out. But those that can make it through it, obviously are going to come out stronger. Um, my crystal ball is really fuzzy right now. I, I hate to say it. Uh, <laughs> I think all, I think I, all and, of and, ours and, are. And, well, and I, yeah. You know, with medical narration, with e-learning, those that understand medical narration and e-learning, that have a great mm-hmm. home studio, that have agents that have all this stuff in place, they're going to be doing better. We were also uh, bringing in uh, little voice memos from people out there in the film production mm-hmm. and media production community. Yesterday, we had Sarah Starling. I don't know if you know her. She's in the UK. She sent in a little voice memo. It warmed our hearts. She just had such a positive, yeah. positive little attitude about what is going on and such a warm message for everybody, very similar to what mm-hmm. you're saying. I, I uh, hope I'm today. coming across warm because, you know, I mean, there are there are realities, obviously, that we're all facing. But I have to look at at this only from my position and my wife's in the living room running Samsung. Mm-hmm. My, <laughs> my daughter is in the is in the dining room doing great watercolor work, and I'm sitting here talking to you guys. <laughs> nice. You know, well, we we want to thank you so much, Cliff, for your time. We really appreciate it. Uh, we, yeah, I mean, uh, to end on a positive note is a positive. Yeah, note. It's going to be okay. <laughs> we are strong. We're really, really smart. And we're, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. I believe that. Thank you again for your time. Yes. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Cliff. Wow, Lawrence. You know, I have to say, um, best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is today. That one kind of rings home right now. That, that I was mean, some real words of wisdom. I, 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 love I think that. so. <laughs> if, and, you know, it's like, again, as I said in the interview, I saw somebody post on LinkedIn. And, you know, you don't have to take it in such a grandiose way, but now's the time. Now's the time to really dig in and figure out Mm -hmm. what makes you happy. Going back to, you know, the kind of theme we've been talking about, the world's hit the pause button for us to all think about what really is important. I agree. And I would just like to know how many times his daughter has heard that expression too. (laughs) (laughs) With the eye roll, dad. Dad. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he he obviously has a passion for actors and voiceover and a crazy amount of passion for automotive industry, car spots. Um, And it's good to hear that, just like we said after 9-11, a lot of revisions, a lot of renewals, post-production still happening. Mm -hmm. And and it just stay positive. The, The people that have a doomsday attitude about this will not be able to ramp up when things come back online. Stay active, stay smart. We Mm -hmm. should be prepared. Yeah. Yes. Great. Well, I mean, I think that's it for the day, right, Lawrence? I think so. Um, Christian, take care. I'll talk to you tomorrow. 
Um, yes. Be safe on your drive. I will. Yes. Be okay. safe in New York. And everybody out there, stay safe and stay connected and stay active. Uh, don't forget to wash your hands and don't be like me and touch your face. Let's try to make sure you're not touching your face, please. I know. I saw you do it a few times during uh, this. I mean, I I'm would gonna... say a few times would be a little generous. <laughs> I think I did it 47 times. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. And stay home. You I'm alone. To... <laughs> True. <laughs> and stay home, everybody. Please stay home. Yes, please. There's no do reason to part. go outside. Do your part. It's in your hands. Stay home. Mm -hmm. Be sure to send us your voice recordings and emails to producershappyhour at gmail.com. And Christian, how can people get a hold of you directly? You can reach me at sisterchristianproduces.com. And Lawrence, how do people reach you directly? LawrenceTLewis.com or for voiceover, voiceoflawrence.com. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Thanks for everybody. Listening, guys. Bye. <laughs>